Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who have been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that can help you along your military life journey. This episode is brought to you by Caliber Home Loans. Caliber is committed to educating military families about their VA loan benefits and bringing military families home. Get connected with them online by visiting Caliber at CaliberMilitaryLending.com. Now, here's Ashley Peebles. Good morning, afternoon, or evening to all of you wonderful listeners. This is the Mill Housing Nation podcast, and we are doing a special series on PCSing because, well... It is the time of year, right? So today I just wanted to go over and I'm going to borrow some of the tips from our great friends at military.com. You know, they have compiled all sorts of lists of military uh, PCS do's and don'ts. And I found some really good ones that I wanted to share with you all because every one of them, I was like, oh, yep, me too. Yep. Did that. Mm, shouldn't have done that. So again, my name is Ashley Peebles, and we're so glad that you are joining us today. And if you're in the middle of a PCS, the first thing I want to say is just breathe it out. It is not going to be flawless. Uh, we have PCS all over the place and it has never, ever been flawless. It's always been fun. And, you know, I've always been told since the very beginning of our military career that you won't always have everything that you want, but you'll always have everything that you need. And that is exactly what I can say for our military life and for every PCS that we've ever had is that we always had everything that we needed. It was not always what we wanted or everything that we wanted, but we always had each other. We always had our military friends. Uh, We've always had a community, and that's something that not everyone can say. All right, so right off the bat, tip number one, make sure that you take pictures. It sounds so cliche. It sounds so like, duh, but take pictures of everything before, during, and after your PCS. If we're talking about your household items, you need to take pictures of everything that you own because it may not show up at the next duty station. So one thing that I did is I would open drawers and take pictures of drawers. That was the easiest way for me to get all of the little things because in your junk drawer, sometimes you've got really valuable things that you just don't have another place for. So make sure that you take pictures all around your house and store those, then take pictures of the moving process. Make sure that you're having fun with it. Take pictures of your kids packing things up, but also make certain that you are not so stressed out that you miss the joy in all of these moves. You know, like military families, sometimes I do think that we can forget about how blessed we are to be able to live in all of these different places because PCSing is stressful. So don't forget, right? All right, number two, when you're traveling with children, make sure that you have everything that you need for them and that you set it aside. And when we say everything that you need for them, it's not really just their clothes. Make sure that you've got wipes and your diapers and antibacterial gel is something that they listed, but also their things that they can do in the car on the way to the next duty station, their favorite food, their drinks, their toys, all of those things, but also that you have packed a lot of patience for your children because they are in the middle of this incredibly big life change. They're leaving their friends just like you are, and they don't get a whole lot of say in it. You know, like we chose this life, if you will. We either chose the military or chose to marry into the military, but they don't get a whole lot of say. So make sure that you have packed um, a little bit more patience and maybe a sense of humor because 
things are going to go wrong. I just had a friend that's PCSing right now. And she posted, you know, they're in a hotel and um, two of her dogs jumped up on the bed. One of them lost all bladder control and peed all over the hotel room bed and her. (laughs) I just thought those are the things that happen when you're PCSing. And the thing is, like, you don't pack a whole lot of clothes. So I'm sure she didn't have a whole lot extra. But I just thought that was so funny because that's one of the things that I would do. All right. Number three, don't wait until you reach your new duty station to start researching it. Um, I am a planner, so you don't have to worry about that with me. But there are a lot of people that the the research is what stresses them out. But you definitely do not want to show up and then start looking. You know, you can grab a map, you can Google map it, you can ask on our Facebook page, the things you wish you knew before you PCS, you can ask on any of the Mill Housing Network pages um, about someone who's lived there. And I guarantee someone will be there. Uh, That way you can get a good lay of the land. You know, sometimes you're looking for a particular school district and you need to know that before you go house hunting. Sometimes you're looking to stay around a particular church and you need to know that before you go house hunting so that you understand it. You also need to understand if there are any Roots that you want to avoid. You know, when we were stationed at Hurlburt Field, everyone told us to avoid living on Highway 98 because the traffic was terrible. And if you live on Highway 98, make sure that you have a red light access to that road because no one's going to let you in. All this southern charm and no one's going to let you in. That ended up being really great advice that I ignored. So we lived on Highway 98 and we fought the traffic the whole time we were there. And our friends that lived in Fort Walton said, no, we don't want to come to your house because you live in Egypt. So just make sure that you have researched all of that fully before you get there and you start doing your house hunting. All right. Number four, don't decline offers to help. Uh, This is really hard, I think, for all of us. I I don't know, a military spouse that's not independent, right? (laughs) Or a military member that's not independent. So whether they're going to come in and help you watch your kids or whether they're going to come in and help you pack up the things that you don't want the movers to pack, which is a really big deal, let them help you. If they've got, you know, an extra bed for you to sleep in so that you don't have to sleep on an air mattress or an extra chair so that you don't have to be on the folding temporary furniture, let them help because that's what we're all here for. All right, number five, Uh, it says on here, don't hold your breath that your shipments are going to arrive on time. I will tell you, I don't think that our household goods have ever arrived on the exact day that they were supposed to. We did have, I think, one come early, but most of them were late. So make sure that when you are planning things out, you don't have something butted right up against the delivery of your furniture that hinges on the delivery of your household goods. It's just not that definite, right? (laughs) So be prepared to stay in the hotel a little longer. Be prepared to stay in TLF a little longer. Um, And maybe, maybe be prepared to sit on the stick furniture a little longer, right? All right. Number six, this one is one that if you've ever PCS before, you totally know. Don't leave things lying around your house that you don't want packed up. These movers are incredible. Like we've had incredible movers over the years. We always get them there. We give them drinks in the morning. We've got them Gatorade. We've got them water. We feed them lunch. We're kind to them all day, Uh, but they can't read my mind. So when we PCS to England, they actually packed up our garbage in our kitchen. And I didn't think anything about it until we got to England a few months later. And one of the boxes smelled terrible. And it was because they had packed up our kitchen garbage and it was ruined and disgusting. And everything in like around that box was then disgusting because of course there was clothes very nearby. So we had to destroy a whole lot of things. So if you don't want it packed, make sure that it is out of sight, out of mind. Sometimes the labels that you 
put on it, like you'll, you'll tie, you'll write, do not pack and you'll tape it on there. Those fall off with so many people running back and forth through your house. So I would suggest taking the things that you do not want packed that are mobile, you know, that are movable, put them in your car and don't get them back out until the movers leave or put them in a closet tape the door closed with a big sign that says do not pack. Or if maybe you don't own the washer and dryer in the house, you're going to want to tape it on there really good. Don't think that one piece of tape and a, a sheet of paper that says do not pack is actually going to make it. It it really may not. Um, but make sure that you're taking pictures of all of these things and that you know what you need packed and what you don't. But they're not going to be able to read your mind. Inevitably, every single PCS, we always had something packed that we didn't mean to. So some of the things that you want to remember not to have them pack. Think about things like keys to the house that you live in now. Extra keys, those are going to get packed up. Or if you have extra like pushers for your garage, I don't know what those things are called. Forgive me. Um, those are going to get packed up. We actually had to ship back extra keys and like pushers for the garage twice in our military moves. So anything that was there when you got to the house that is not yours and you've just become accustomed to using over the years, totally going to get packed up. So try to think about that ahead of time now that we're thinking about those things. All right. Number seven, you do not want to say goodbye to your best friends on the day that you leave. It is heart-wrenching. It is heartbreaking and it is definitely heartbreaking to your kids. So say goodbye before you leave, whether it's the day before, whether it is a couple of days before, the worst thing is driving out of your base after just saying goodbye to all of your best friends and like snubbing and like feeling like you're going to throw up and crying and sobbing in front of your children as you're leaving on your way to the next place. Like they need to see you happy. They need to see you excited. They need to see you partying over every single state line. They need to see you jumping out and taking pictures in front of all of the states that you pass through to go to your new home. But crying as you're leaving is not the great way to start this next move and this next chapter of your journey. So say goodbye before because it is heartbreaking to drive away with your friends like waving at you in your rearview mirror. It's terrible because we've done it. All right, number eight, don't expect your spouse to be there to help you. Now that sounds ridiculous. Uh, if you're not military, you guys totally know what I'm talking about, right? They're not going to be there always. And it's not that they don't want to help. I mean, maybe, maybe sometimes my husband did just leave and didn't want to help. But the truth is we are military spouses and this is what we do. And this is what we're good at. And a lot of times when my sweet husband, Daniel was there, he's just kind of in the way, right? Like I've got a system. I've done this a lot, but he's got his own things to do. He's got to sign out of the base. And if you put yourself in their shoes, they're about to start a new job. I don't know if you've ever started a new job, but every time I ever have, I'm in a nervous wreck thinking, oh my goodness, I hope that I'm as good as I think I am. I hope that, that I, that I wasn't just a fluke when I was good at this job. I hope that I haven't been overhyped. I hope that I can walk in and do all the same things and affect the same change that I have in the past. So think about that. I'll tell you that when my husband was moving uh, myself and our two kids under three to England, he was so stressed. He ended up with the shingles, uh, 
on the way to England. So in all of our pictures of arriving in England, my husband has shingles on his forehead and he didn't know what it was. He was like, goodness gracious, crazy bumps. Um, he ended up like digging them out of his head and he has a scar on his forehead that looks like Voldemort touched him. So it's fantastic. Um, but he got that because he was so stressed about moving his sweet family and his two babies all across the world and starting a new job. And that was our first big PCS because we're from Alabama. Our first duty station was in Mississippi. So we joined the military to see the world and they sent us three hours from home. So that wasn't our favorite, <laughs> was not our favorite. But from Mississippi to England, that was the first time that like we had to put on our grown-up pants, right? Like, oh my goodness, we are moving all across the world. And it stressed him out so much, he ended up with shingles. So he, they may not be there to help you, your husband or wife, whoever the military member is. They may not be there to help you, but you can do this on your own. This is our superpower. This is what we were born to do, right? All right, number nine, don't be too hard on yourself. PCSing is stressful. It's exhausting. It is frustrating. It is. It will make you want to laugh yourself to sleep and cry yourself to sleep. You are going to love it and you're going to hate it. It's going to be the best part of your military career, but it's also sometimes going to be the worst part. You know, when you move to another country, you're not going to speak their language and you're going to feel so out of place. And when you get there and you feel like you're the only one that speaks your language, you can look to the left and look to the right and know that your military friends are there with you. Um, you're going to miss your family. But guess what? When you come back for the holidays, it'll be like hail the conquering hero. Music is going to be played as you walk in the door. Like you're going to be everyone's favorite piece of every holiday because they don't get to spend it with you all the time. There are so many wonderful things about this life. So be prepared when you get to your new duty station. Have a funny story about your last PCS. Be prepared not to take yourself too seriously, be able to laugh at yourself and be ready to make new friends. I have moved and closed myself off to new friends before. You know, I had a really rough um, duty station one time and at the next duty station, I didn't even want friends. I didn't even want to be there. I didn't want to know anyone. I just wanted to do our 10 months because it was a 10 month assignment. So I thought I can go 10 months without friends and the drama, right? because you all know what I'm talking about. Don't lie. But I thought I could go 10 months without it. And I just kept myself closed off the whole time. And I missed out on a lot of blessings. So keep your heart open, keep your mind open. And if you've had a rough last assignment, know that the next one is not the same. And usually you're put through a valley so that you can get to the mountaintop, right? For your next PCS. If you've had a rough one, the next one's probably going to be great. So don't bring the woes of your previous duty station to the new one because it's a totally new place. And we're so blessed that we have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves every two, three, four years. Every time we move, you have the opportunity to reinvent yourself. If you want to be the exercise mom, you could do that. If you want to be the crafty mom, you can do that. If you want to be the working spouse, you can do that. If you, whatever you want to be, you're moving to a place where no one knows you. There's no preconceived notions and you can be that. So don't let anything pigeonhole you into being someone you don't want to be or doing something that you don't want to do. The sky's the limit and we are good at this life. So go out there and live your dreams too. While you're moving around with your family, find something that you've always wanted to do. Maybe you want to play the violin. You could be the chick that plays the violin at your next duty station. How cool would that be?
All right. And then last but not least, number 10, don't panic. You're going to get there. Whether you forgot to service your car before you left, that would be another tip. Make sure you service your car. Maybe you forgot to pick up your dog's records at the vet. You can call and get them emailed to you or faxed to you when you get there. Maybe you forgot to fill, you know, fill a prescription. You can, you can get it taken care of. All those are things that I would put on your list of things to do. Don't forget to can't like, don't forget to change your address in Amazon. Don't forget to stop any auto shipments, especially if you do like HelloFresh and things like that. Make sure that you grab your dog's um, shot records and things like that to have with you in the car in case something happens. Have all of your important things in a box with you. But worst case scenario, if your car breaks down on your way to your new duty station or on your way to your new house, you find out that the sale of the house fell through and you don't get to live there. Or maybe you show up to a new duty station and you don't have a TLF like we did one time. Or you get to the hotel and it's terrible. Or you get to your new house and it's terrible. Just know that this is stuff that we've all been through so many times and this too shall pass just like everything else. Don't panic when things happen on the way, try to smile and understand that the kids in this situation are not going to remember the ins and outs of our PCSs, but they're always going to remember how they felt. So you want to make sure that you keep that sense of humor, you keep the extra patience and you try to make this process as fun as possible. Build pillow forts and blanket forts with them while you're packing out of your house. Put a movie on the laptop, build the fort, and let them lay there with their brothers and sisters and watch a movie. Um, tape a do not pack sign on your kid. It's fantastic. Give them the memories that they will always, always remember. And don't let them always revert back. And when they think about PCSing, you don't want them to think about stress and you don't want them to think about panic. You want them to think about adventure. And there's a fine line between panic and stress and adventure, right? And that fine line is you. That fine line are the people who are stewarding them in this. So I hope this has helped someone. I hope that there's something that we said. Maybe it was the dog's shot records or like the kid putting a sign on the kid. Something that's helped you to have a super smooth PCS. If you have not already subscribed to our channel, go ahead and subscribe to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. And if you're not on our Facebook groups for Mill Housing Network or things I wish I knew before I PCS, make sure that you go on Facebook and you join those groups. We're going to continue our PCS uh, series now, and we're also going to sprinkle in some great uh, guests that we've got coming your way. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that this has added value to you and your life. Have a wonderful PCS. Thank you for listening to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. To connect with Mill Housing Network, visit us online at milhousingnetwork.com.